Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. If you're ready to change the narrative, shift your consciousness, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Jackie Minsky Show. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jackie Minsky Show. I'm excited for you guys to hear part two of my conversation with Matt. In this episode, we dive into business, we dive into NFTs, so stay tuned. You're gonna love part two. People in general, I, I think you touched up on this earlier, people in general, they wait for something to happen to take aligned action. Right. Versus the knowing, the faith that yes. no matter what's going on, that thing is coming like manifestation, right? Which by the way, manifestation is so mainstream. I just like dislike the term at this point because everyone's manifesting. It's an energy, it's a faith thing, right? So if you and, and I, I love the 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 quote, um, live by faith, not by sight, right? So if you can get into that energy, into that knowing, right? You don't need to yeah. see it right now in your reality, but that knowing is telling you that's possible or that's coming if you stay the course right yeah and you can you can try to steer off of it this is the beauty of god <laughs> you can literally try to steer off away from kind of your knowing or your purpose or whatever it might be and something will be like like and then like redirect you right back it's like turns your head and like you end up right yeah. back towards you know um and so you know i was having this conversation about um knowing your purpose without knowing the result you know well knowing how the how i guess you could you could say right and it's a very interesting thing because um you can try to uh, escape it but somehow you keep kind of getting brought back to it in some capacity or another right and so um uh sitting in the purpose and constantly making adjustments you know, from the standpoint of, oh, I guess I'll be responsible with this beautiful purpose. Um, and, you know, when I launch new things and move in, in directions that are the expansion of where I'm at, you know, I don't have the answers. I'm just trying to move by faith, not by sight. Right. So like, even in this, even in this, you know, kind of new on the tech side of things, right. <laughs> I know we didn't get it in it, but like some of the new projects and stuff that I'm working on, it's just a knowing. Um, and, um, you know, moving in that, not by sight, but by faith. So. Let's, let, let's dive into that uh, for, for the few minutes we have remaining, because, you know, yeah. I promised, I promised social media, I promised my Instagram that I was going to talk about NFTs. So before we do, what is an NFT, Matt? Because <laughs> like, I, I, it's everywhere now, right? Um, and by the way, I know you're going to do great at it, because I know you're doing it from that knowing which you speak of, but what is an NFT? Right. Um, <laughs> The short version, uh, an NFT stands for a non-fungible token. What is a fungible token in the you know, physical sense? A lot of times we trade a dollar for something that's worth a dollar. It's fungible. Non-fungible is like a collectible, if you will. And people might say, oh, I don't collect things. I'm like, yes, you do. You collect more than you realize. And I'm not talking about just baseball cards or something like that. You collect your ticket stubs from your first date. You collect... Um, Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> memories. What would you say? Pokemon cards. Yeah. I mean, you collect anything that you hold anything that has value to you. 
period, end of story. That is a collectible. You hold on to something that has value to you. And so, um, yes, we're seeing a lot of movement in NFTs and the headlines. And um, I like NFTs for different reasons than the people who are getting into them to get rich mm. quick or get rich in general. Preach. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of wealth to be made in them, like in anything, when you put work into it in a um, beautiful way. The fun part for me about Web3, blockchain, crypto, and NFTs, because it's all an ecosphere, is it, it is a course correction from the behavior we have been experiencing in Web2. Some of you may have liked the way things have been in Web2. I have not. Um, and I like a lot of the amazing opportunities for all of us to connect. There's been some amazing things in Web2. So let me not like completely you know, say that. Uh, but um, but there's also been a lot of monopolization in Web2, commercialization, middlemen, uh, cheating, scamming, um, spamming, um, manipulating, um, all of these different things. And as content creators, we don't own our stuff. The platforms do. Mm. And we don't own our value. The platforms do. We don't own our music, our art, our courses, our writing, our, um, you know, our formulas, our theories, our anything, our podcasts, any of it, the platforms do. And even if we do decide to monetize it, if we want to, um, there's a very hefty fee with the middlemen. <laughs> so Web3 was created in a way that says in blockchain, um, that level of behavior will not actually survive. It's actually a very spiritual thing. It's mm -hmm. a funny thing because a lot of people don't understand it. They just see NFTs and making money and Web3 and these funny terms. Blockchain was developed in a way that incentivizes integrity and actually pushes down um, gaming the system, trying to cheating the system. Um, and you're going to see this take place more and more over the coming years. And it'll be easier and easier for people to understand as they see what happens when you move about with integrity and when you move, when you don't, let me give an example, um, in an NFT sense, which just, we're now seeing the utility of blockchain going to work and crypto before it was like, oh, we have blockchain is just saying, Hey, there was coding in the internet the way you've been experiencing it. And, you know, people have been kind of manipulating it over time. Oh, we never said that. Oh, we'll take that piece of information down. Oh, uh, we kind of hijacked your system. Oh, we kind of, uh, you know, took over your account. Oh, we decided to disable you. Whatever it might be, the powers that be decide that at any given point in time, your world can be messed with. In blockchain, it can't. It's a different coding style that that cannot happen. And everything is in a ledger system that is easily transparent. So even if somebody said, we never did that, but like, actually you did that over here. Oh, and you moved it into that wallet over there. So I guess, you know, you are guilty, <laughs> whatever it might be. Right. Um, and it verifies information. So if Jackie uploads her content and this is specifically from her and her book or her quotes or her music or her whatever, if anybody else tries to replicate that, blockchain will recognize that. Oh. And it protects your work. It's like a copyright, a trademark, a verification, a validation, you know, an accolade, all of the things, right? All wrapped up into one. And so NFTs are simply just a 
certificate, if you will, of authenticity for whatever it is that you create and saying that this is my work. You do not have to offer it for sale if you do not want to. It's just saying like, I'm proud of this work. I am basically minting it. I'm uploading it onto the blockchain, which is no different. It looks like a site, like you're uploading the way you would a Dropbox uh, file, just like in Web2 or Spotify, you're doing it on another site that's blockchain. That's all. And it's minting it. And minting means that you're just saying like, hey, this is mine. Just letting you all know this is mine. Um, people can offer you for your work. You can sell it if you want in any capacity. And you can build in a lot of rights and royalties and things like that. And I always give an example of let's just take a musician. And I had somebody who was on my podcast and um, you know, she had only 65,000 followers. Not only, I mean, it's very good, but you get how the the web world works, especially for musicians, you know, that are are really doing well, like musicians in the, you know, that you know, getting Grammys and nods and all that stuff. And um, she was talking about how, uh, like, you know, with Spotify, you have to make millions and millions and millions and millions of streams to get this much money. In fact, what people don't know is 14,000 artists um, on Spotify earn an average of $50,000 a year from their streams. The rest of the three or 4 million make less than that. Wow. Take your favorite artists, folks. That includes them. So um, what does that mean? Because Spotify is in the middle. They're web too. They're like, you put your streams on or your music on. You put your music on. You put your music on. All the people come to us. All the people listen to your music. All of the advertisers come to us. All like, we are the platform. You use our service to get your stuff out there and we'll give you this much. Yeah. And, and I was like, all right, great. I was like, do you have at least 5,000 people who would buy your, your work and show up to a concert? And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I love my, my, my community. I'm like, amazing. Are you aware that you can create an NFT, just a, a file that is an album with all the artwork, with all the lyrics, you can write into it using what they call a smart contract, meaning it stays with you for the life of this piece. Um, that 15% off all of your concerts until 2025, 10% off all your merchandise till 2024, and a signed autographed physical album or something like that if you want to as well too. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, let's say they paid $250 for that NFT. And she's like, okay. I'm like, 5,000 times 250 is 1.25 million. I was like, so who do you pay out of that? Number one, control of ownership, control of distribution, control of art, community. You don't need millions. You don't need metrics. Think about all the influencers. You no longer need likes. You no longer need follows. You no longer need, like in the web three world, it's community and diehard fans. It's about the people who really embrace your work at quality, not quantity. Now quantity and quality is amazing because yeah. then you're really yeah. going to do well. And so we're already seeing this one gal, I forget her name, but that's okay. I know she's really big on Instagram, 15 million followers. Oh, NFTs, I can make a shit ton of money. Boom, go in. I made a promise. This is what the project is going to do. Um, all of you buy my NFT. She made 1.5 million. She's like, you know, I'm kind of bored. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Abandon the project. The thing tanks. Why is this a spiritual thing? It's the internet of value. I put out work people acquire it. I continue to do good work and make like build utility into owning this, this NFT of mine, this work, this embodiment of my work, whatever it is, um, will also give you access to do a lot of other things. And 
As I continue to do more work, you have my original pieces, which either go up in value because I am a person in this world of integrity and building on my, you know, my body of work, or I'm not. And if I am, it goes up in value. If I'm not, people will quickly, right? Like the old world of web two is gone because you can't hide behind like, oh, I still got my millions of likes and follows. In web three, it's like, oh, like you kind of aren't gonna do anything with the project. And we're like, oh, I'm gonna get out of this project. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything with it. Boom, it tanks, everybody sells, because you can resell NFTs. And mm-hmm. even when you resell the work, um, there's a royalty back to the original artist. Sometimes if they put that you know, in, there's a royalty. But if it's tanking, most people don't want to buy it or they'll buy it on the very, very, very cheap and just you know, maybe never do anything with it ever again just to own it. You know. But most people look at NFTs as, I want to own something of value from somebody I believe in that'll go up in value. And if I do want to resell it because it's going up in value, I can make money off of it. That's great too. You know, Everybody wins. It's a very spiritually abundant kind of ecosphere, but you have to be of value provide value and community minded. And if you're selfish only minded, you may have one take and then, you know, you may, may blow it. And I, I realize that there's just so much NFTs to like to explain, but the, the really the, the end, the, the shortest version of it, just that like, you're just creating a file of any type of your work that you feel like you would like to make sure that it's verified and that potentially others can buy it either in, you know, you can do multiple of the same one or just one. And that, you know, ultimately they believe that you're, it's also a store of value because as you continue to build on your work, um, it'll be worth something else in the future. Like Einstein, I mean, imagine if people were like, oh, I, I have Einstein's original formulas. It's like, sure you do. Like, no, literally, actually, I, I bought I them like, way, way back at the beginning. And here's a certificate of all of that stuff. Wow. You know, and people always say like, oh, well, like that, that's not going to be a value. That's going to be a value. I'm like, well, his letters to his daughter, you know, about life and like, you know, and how to move about this world and what he, you know, kind of learned with his wisdom were, you know, went to a museum for millions and millions of dollars. Like we can collect anything. It's just the idea of if, when the person's actually alive, are we in support of the work that they're doing? And we believe that they're a great, weirdly enough, it's like an investment. It's like, oh, they're a great store of value. I believe in their project and what they're trying to do. And it brings me benefits. Oh, and I also earn money from it potentially and value, you know? So it's a, it's a new way of thinking um, that we've all kind of been waiting for, but we've been so ingrained in the old system and old business paradigm um, that it's sometimes hard to imagine completely reversing it. So. And how does someone, yeah. And and that was great. Thank you for breaking it down like that. And there was so much for, for me to, you know, even take in and understand, because sometimes I'm just like, what right. is this, you know? Yeah. Um, but how does someone create an NFT? You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, silly story, like I tried to create my own. I went on, I don't even know what platform, the Fox was an icon. <laughs> like, oh, MetaMask maybe? Yeah, MetaMask. And I was like, I'm going to create an NFT. And then I'm like, and I, I personally, it's like, I saw yours, by the way, the sneaker, and it's like really 3D. And like, I want to create like something like that, not a flat, like whatever. I don't know what I was doing. I was just playing around. So how can someone create an NFT? Like, is there a space? Is there like, who do we contact if we're like, yes. we have, and I'll tell you why. I wrote a children's book years ago, and I never published it because I had no artist, right? And it's a spiritual children's book. And then when NFTs kind of started happening, I was like, this would be perfect in an NFT space, right? But so how do we go about 
like, who do we contact? Like how someone listening is like, how do I create an NFT? Who do I talk to? Right. For the most part, for the most part, the rules that we've already been playing with in the current world still apply. Meaning you have a book, um, you maybe you want to create both a digital copy and a physical copy, which, you know, you can do with resources like, you know, Amazon for their, like their printing situation and like other, you know, self-publishing platforms for just printing an actual book and you make so many copies of it. And, you know, you find an illustrator the way you would through like Fiverr or referrals or friends or agencies or whatever it might be. And you get just all the pieces together. The difference with an NFT is instead of going to Dropbox, right? And in Dropbox, you have like maybe different folders that say upload, um, you know, the PDF, the hardcover of the, you know, the, the, the cover art of the book, um, you know, and um, anything else that comes with it. You just go to like a site like Rarible, R-A-R-I-B-L-E.com, Rarible. And I like that over OpenSea. Um, and it's the same thing. It's just like, it's a, it's literally like a page that says, oh, uh, upload your, um, your, your PDF, your MP3, your video, your whatever it might be, your file, just upload your file. What other files come with it? What's the description of it? Um, are there, is there any un unlockable content? Meaning like, you know, the moment somebody purchases, they can also, um, they get revealed. Um, they get to go submit to another website and, you know, find some additional you know, things, whatever you want. It's, it's like the same thing as going to a Dropbox, right? And it uploads and then boom, it's minted on the blockchain. Now you do have to pay like a gas fee. A gas fee is an energy fee, meaning because like blockchain is basically a lot of different nodes being verified at the same time to make the, the information fact. Nodes are just independent people in and around the world who don't know each other, verifying information and not like fact checker information. I mean, like, like computer, computerized, you know, making that happen or whatever. And that's, that causes energy, which even the energy costs are starting to come down and be, you know, so you pay what they call gas fees. And that's it. It's, 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 it's on the, you know, then it's on the blockchain and you can, the, the difference with when I love what you're trying to do is, and I encourage, cause I'm going to do the same thing, a book that I want to make that will also be coffee table style. And, um, people can purchase it there. There will only be maybe like a thousand copies, you know, available. So I get to control how many books I'm actually making the cost of how many I'm making and how many I distribute. Right. Cause I want a physical copy but you own the artwork, you own the certificate of buying the book. And in the, and in the files, you have the PDF as well as the certificate of authentication. Um, and, and it'll say, if you're the first owner of this NFT, uh, a physical copy will be mailed to you. Please, you know, um, you know, you'll be contacted or whatever it might be in order to get your address. They're still figuring out the, the gating of that, which I'm actually working with a team on that in particular um, for meaning if I purchase this and there's a physical good that comes with it, um, what happens? next right very like shopify like if you will mm. and that's it and so and then it'd just be up to me to like package it and ship it out you know in the physical world to the person but they at least have the you know the copy the nft like oh no i actually i own the, the book you know um but you can sell it for much more because people are like wow it's a limited number it's beautiful it's going to be shipped in person to me as well um and you know and i even like the artwork that's affiliated with this that was uploaded to it um and owning this NFT of Jackie's gives me automatically 15% off any of her other books in the future. A smart contract is just an automation. So when people hear smart contracts, smart contracts, all it is is it's saying, and hey, in this Jackie's book, 
And all of this existing on the blockchain, it exists because of a smart contract, a, a form that says, if this happens, do this. If that happens, do this. If this happens, do that. Mm -hmm. Right. So if this person sells NFT, by the way, Jackie gets 15% on all of her, um, her NFT sales or resales for in perpetuity for life, including her children's children's children. Wow. So as many times as that NFT, see internet of value keeps getting resold. 15% of that sale will go directly to your digital wallet for life. And you never have to track down the people and be like, oh, here's my invoice. Oh, um, you know, promoter, publisher, I, I, that check that you were going to give me, like, I'm, I'm still waiting for it. Uh-uh, middleman's gone. Middleman is gone. You now, it's like, it's automated. It's automated. So every time that the thing sells, resells, you're making 15% on the resell for your work that probably also keeps going up because you keep doing more work in this world. Like, oh, is that a Jackie Minsky? Like, yes, it is a Jackie Minsky. Is that her first book? There's only like a thousand of those available. Like, yeah, no. Like, I want it. I'll pay you 2000 for it. And people, and it's it's hard to imagine people like, who would pay that? People like know your value. Now, will pay now, now I'm going to annoy you. Like after this episode, be like, I need help with NFTs. Um, speaking of, I know you have um, a telegram and you've also, cause I'm, I'm part of your email. So can you tell people like if they're interested to sign up to learn more about NFTs, you know, you have this platform, this, this newsletter, this, I believe it's on telegram. How can people, you know, sign up to learn more about NFTs with the work that you're doing? Yeah. So um, there's a couple of different places. Um, not telegram, a discord soon. Um, there's two, but the Substack is, you can either go to mattgottisman.substack.com or for some reason I have to put the www in www.wearepermissionless.xyz. Both of those will get you to the permissionless Substack. Um, and then what I created because my audience kept asking for like, just what is all of this stuff? I basically put together a PDF of what is crypto, what is blockchain, what are NFTs, what are wallets, what are hard wallets, what are cold wallets, how do you earn money with crypto, like all of these different, you know, links basically categorized and um, it's in a PDF and it's compartmentalized and then it'll just take you to a lot of like um, uh, of a lot of links that just of, of other people's blogs um, and, you know, notable um providers in the crypto space that explain in complete simplicity, hey, this is what this does. And this is why this exists. And it's, I mean, when I mean it's in like the simplest language, it is in the simplest language. And I put that together because I was like, you know what, this would actually be really good for people to like read it and not feel dumb and to feel like, oh, this makes sense. Like, yeah, okay. I kind of get it. And that it won't be as scary. And so I put that up on um, wearepermissionless.com forward slash learn. Um, permissionless, uh, the reason for the word other than the obvious of like, hey, none of us really need permission to, you know, be, uh, uh, you know, ourselves and not, you know, need validation or accreditation or people to tell us to do something or that like, you know, we need them to approve, you know, but um, permissionless is also a term in found in blockchain because we've gotten rid of the middlemen, permissionless payments, permissionless publishing, permissionless, um, you know, transactions, meaning like, you know, 
if I want to send you money, I don't need the bank to tell me that I can, I cannot, or like takes a fee of that. If I want to, um, you know, uh, publish something, I don't have like a publisher that gets in the way and says, Oh, by the way, we're gonna take our fee. And then Stripe will take their fees. And then someone's will take their fees. I can just do it like that directly from creator to consumer. Right. Um, and it's great because I trademarked in a bunch of different, uh, <laughs> the business brain kicked in. I trademarked in a bunch of different categories. And I love hearing like the Ethereum co-founders use it. Mark Cuban use it, um, you know, all of the Ashton Kutcher, everybody like permissionless, permissionless. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so it's a, it's a great, um, it's just a great term because it's, it's also how we're able to now kind of own more of our, our path without the middlemen trying to kind of constantly take a piece. So, um, so we are permissionless.com forward slash learn. And um, yes, I'm about to build a discord community um well it's technically built but i haven't opened it up yet and the idea is um i only want people in there that are really wanting to learn about this new phase and instead of them even buying the nft i'm actually going to launch most likely the, the the first nft is just a like a membership style card um which is epic um and i'll it'll still answer your question but um and i'm just going to give them away like anybody that's part of the community can automatically have it um, and because there will be built-in utility that will give us benefits as as a as a crew, as a all of us, all you know, at one point ten thousand of us, but in the beginning just a few hundred, it'll give us access to other things that um, we may not have normally had access to, um, and so it'll provide a lot of benefits. To answer your question about like, so for example, the card, I kind of had a vision for it and I was introduced to a guy who is a video animator. So like, in the you know, like just like you're, we're podcasters and creators and branders and marketers and all this stuff, you know, he's a video animator and he's a, a, he's phenomenal at it. And I told my vision, he's like, and I gave him kind of a mood board, just like you would in the physical world, going to an agency, right? You know, and I was like, hey, here's what I want, all this stuff. And he's like, oh, I got you. And I did a mock-up and he's like, I got this. And he finished it. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's it. That's the, that's the piece of art. It's, you know, and it's a 27 second, you know, um, video, if you will, of the NFT itself. But then I'm going to work with the smart contract people to make sure like, hey, here's all of the benefits today and in the future for owning this thing. Um, and um, then I'm going to just give them to community members and be like, you can resell this if you want. I would hang on to it if I were you. I'm going to do the work and making some really cool things happen with owning this. You can do whatever you want. You know, of course, feel free. You know, you're more than welcome to sell it on the open market, the secondary market. I would hang on to it if I were you. You know, sort of like what happened with the whole Board Ape Yacht Club. People are like, nah, I just want to make money right away. Like, cool, you can do that. Today it's worth half a million, you know? So, um, yeah, so we're, we're, you know, and the reason why Board Ape Yacht Club does well, I mean, you know, yes, I get the whole thing. It's just a bunch of pictures. It's not, they developed community around it, meaning like it's, they actually built in utility of like, oh, we're going to do this on this platform. We're going to create this with movies. We're going to do this with gaming. We're going to do this with clothing. Um, you have license rights um, to use the art in any way you want. One guy's creating a restaurant with his, his version of his board ape. You know, he has, he has creative rights. He got something for $200. $200. It's now worth half a million with all the other things that they've added with utility. And he's like, you know what, since I have licensing rights and creative rights for this, I think I'm gonna make a restaurant. Cool. With the, you know, with the advantages of owning this and I'm affiliated with this crew over here. Right. So it's just a different way of doing business. It's community centric. 
I love that I, I, because we're thinking about conscious capitalism, right? Like conscious capitalism go. is serving the community. Mm-hmm. Like that's the yes. point of conscious capitalism. So question number one um, would be, I want a piece, you know, I'm in your community, so <laughs> I want a piece. Um, but question number two really is something you touched up on. Do you think the middleman is eventually going to make its way in. And when I say middleman, do you think that the government's going to start to dabble with becoming the middleman? You know, um, they always will try and they will always, whether big corporations or and big entities or government or whatever, all this stuff, um, you know, uh, and the thing about blockchain though is it, my, my hope, and it's being tested right now, is that because it rewards good actors versus bad actors, that a new level of accountability will be tested in, in the entire process. So like, you know, um, it's easy for someone to like a big business like an Adidas or whoever to come in and be like, yeah, let's do a drop. And let's make, you know, we just made 23 million in like five minutes. And it's like, cool. And then they abandoned the project. And now notice the NFT is like dropping. <laughs> so like, you know, so the value, right? It'll be shown later on if like, if was it just a quick money grab? And then will people want likely want to buy another NFT of yours? Maybe, maybe not. So there's an accountability built into like the big corpse government. I know I get what you're saying. It's sort of like, hey, 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 like not all this stuff can happen without our say and now this and that. I think it's going to have to rethink how it um, operates, which already um, we are in huge transition from because the old ways are actually imploding. Very much so. Go watch Ray Dalio's The Changing World Order. And I think that'll pretty much show you like it. the old ways are just not working anymore. Um, and I would like to think that with blockchain, especially since there's a lot of permissionless movement of um, goods and services and value and money and all these things, that the system will have to be redefined. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have like, you know, accountability for, you know, whether it's, you know, maybe paying some taxes or, um, you know, or just making sure that, you know, things are running smoothly and there's no like nefarious activities and things like that. You can have that in anything, blockchain or not, Web3 or not, NFTs or not. Everything can have good and bad actors. I just would like to think that because the way blockchain um, ecosphere was made up, that basically any middlemen that try to come in will have to basically almost be forced into more integrity-driven behavior or they'll find within a shorter period of time that it may not work if they're not, right? That's my hope. Um, I like to think that that's rational optimism just because of knowing the technology, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, But you'll always have, you know, actors, good and bad. You'll always have bad actors try to come in and do what they do. I just would like to think, yeah, that it's, this will be a, a much different um, ecosphere because of the way it was created from the ground up. I love that. And the top down. So. Yeah, I love that so much. And speaking of integrity, you know, I I love you. I love your integrity, your values, everything you stand for. So Matt, tell everyone where they could find you on social media. Yeah, the fastest way, honestly, is uh, at Matt Gottesman. Um, I can give you a million other, you know, uh, socials, but at Matt Gottesman, M-A-T-T-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N. Um, that'll lead you to everything else uh, on the podcast is called The Hustle Sold Separately, not hustle culture, but like, you know, the dream is free, but you got to do the work for all the things in your life. The hustle sold separately. Uh, Substack, magottisman.substack.com or www.wearepermissionless.xyz. 
and uh, mattgosman.com and wearepermissionless.com and wearepermissionless.com forward slash learn. And I'm going to put that all into the show notes, guys. So again, Matt, thank you so much for being here. And this was just one, this is one of my favorite conversations and episodes. So thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. And you thank you so much. <laughs>